0: I work at this club in Nashville, and uh, it's a you know, five-night-a-week club or something. And, uh, I wasn't getting very many laughs, so the club owner took me aside. He said, Mitch, you know, you're not getting a lot of laughs. You're going to have to vacuum. He made me vacuum the club. It was embarrassing. So I told the next guy, hey, y'all got to start laughing. Otherwise, don't drop anything.
1: Uh, Yeah, I was going to say that I feel like it's incredibly patronizing for you to paint these questions this way, especially as a white man. I don't expect you to be able to understand what people of color are actually saying. I woke up in a dirty metal dome and uh, 40 little gray aliens watched me pee in a steel bowl.
0: Our nation's pride lies deep within the hearts of its people. American has faith in the liberty and justice, and we all have faith and believe in ourselves. The United States' freedom and opportunity is one of the greatest. We are truly the land of the great. From the rocky shores of Hawaii to the beautiful sandy beaches of Hawaii, America is our home. Hi, welcome to My Earth. His name is Lex Gergen, is always on flank by Matt Ralston. Matt's been flipping through his old high school yearbooks this past week to see who is most likely to bring up sexual assault allegations during his next run for West Hollywood City Council. If that name is Tony or Greg, he's likely to win the seat. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, now everybody has to go, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but everyone has to go through their sort of high school memories of, like, decades ago to remember what they did that was, like, a woman, most likely a woman, or a guy, I guess, will come forward and say, oh, yeah, at this party they... Grope me grab my tit grab my ass like try to like get me in the sack or whatever what a fucking horrific experience i never expected to experience in my life
1: yeah i mean i never witnessed anything serious but obviously you know what what could be considered sexual assault now um i mean that used to be pretty rampant and it's probably a good thing that it's changing i guess um I mean, you know, she's saying the guy held her down or whatever.
0: <clears throat> Isn't wasn't the rule about high school parties? Was that after high school was over, you never talked about high school parties. You never talked about high school parties again. Like when you were like in college, where guys guys didn't talk about high school parties in college, right? That was like already considered passé. Yeah, like dude, back in high school, you're like, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but now imagine thirty five years later. I I just, oh uh, god, the horror. I whatever he did to her outside of rape, I think I saw it every high school party ever. Not yeah, not like some kind of assault where the girl's like screaming or something like that. But just out in the den, out in the den where the people were drinking and partying, there was always a dude trying to fucking put his hand down some girl's top or upper skirt or whatever. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it was me actually. I wouldn't (laughs) even remember
1: a high school party now if I was raped at that party. No, no,
0: I was. I lost, That's how I lost. That's how I lost my virginity at a high school party, and it was a uh, not. Cl- it was not my intention to do so. It was clearly the woman's, uh, young lady's intention to do so, and all I remember thinking afterwards was like, "Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> like, that was a good party. That was good, that was a good party." Yeah. I guess if she ever run, if she ever was nominated for Supreme Court justice, I might be tempted to bring it up, uh, just as a lark. But I don't think I would be be crying when I did so. But I, a- a- as people remember, like if you've ever been sexually assaulted you tend to remember, like, where it happened. Um, I remember exactly where mine happened, where I lost my virginity. Like, exa- I can tell you what the wallpaper looked like. Um, I was pretty intoxicated, too.
1: That's a good point. I, I remember exactly where that happened, too. I, I would think it would be kind of similar, that you would know the exact surroundings.
0: Yeah. Uh, most people are, cl- I mean, obviously people have repressed memories from childhood, but this was not, this is high school stuff. Um, all right, this week's Last Minute Earth podcast is sponsored by Paul Machaca. Do you know who Paul Machaca is? No. That's the guy who pretended to have Down syndrome so he could come, <laughs> he could have home care nurses change his soil, diapers, and sponge base his genitals. <laughs> it's rare to find a healthcare system con man who isn't in it for the money. Here's to you, Paul Machaka. You are that diving in the rough.
1: That guy was, I think it was a personal thing for him, though, because <laughs> yes. he looked like he had Down syndrome.
0: Yeah, he, he looked the part, and I guess, he, I don't know if he actually, they didn't say if he actually, like, pretended to have Down syndrome, like, when they, when the, so you know what he did? So he pretended to be his mother, online, he pretended to be his mother, named Amy. And then he would contact the p- private caregivers through his me- through his uh, they were insured through his medical insurance uh, for Down syndrome, uh, and he would have them come to his house. And he would give them a- <laughs> he as acting as a mom gave the female it was always female caregivers instructions that. If he soiled himself, he was to be punished and to lose his privileges. Oh my <laughs> so goodness! Want, and that would have been the first tip off to me. as like the home care nurse. I guess I just don't give a shit at all anymore.
1: So it doesn't say Down syndrome on your like file? No, no, it did. He it, it was a mom oh, saying he, he got it to say that first. He got to
0: say it first. I don't know what the threshold for your file is with these private healthcare providers. Right. I'm sure it's not that hard. I'm sure that. as long as you have your insurance, as long as your insurance rings up, they they don't can give a shit. Right. But the woman bathed him and cleaned his diapers 30 times and she noted that each time uh he would tell her that his genitals were not clean and need to be washed again and also that he had a raging heart he had a raging heart on which i guess maybe is just happens to regular downtrend people when <laughs> they're being bathed because yeah, it does if you bathe a man's genitals he's probably gonna get a heart on no matter who he is um but i like the fact that they didn't question that his mother, would say you have to punish him and, and take away his privileges and yell at him if he soils his diapers. Yeah, why is the mom a BDSM expert? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, give the, I don't know what they're going to do to this guy, but uh, was, for a fetishist, I have to say he came with a really brilliant plan, and it was covered by, and it was covered by insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um, do not forget to become a patron of the show on patreon.com forward slash last men on earth. Thanks to all the new patrons from far and wide. Uh, we're doing really well in South Africa for some reason. I don't I like that think all, uh, You think it's white supremacists? Uh, I, I, I don't no know no I, could, I could play I could play into that <laughs> uh, It can make you president or get you some good patrons of the show uh, Get in this shit now before we take away the opportunity to become a patron If you to wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Man Podcast Or Facebook, also Last Man Podcast Alright, on to the show uh, Matt, let me ask you just talk about Brett Kavanaugh. And I, don't, by the way, I don't know anything about Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, other than what I read in one article about his qualifications, and he seems eminently, on paper, qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Um, I don't know about his personality. I mean,
1: anyone As, they nominate is going to be qualified. It's like yeah, he's been a judge for like many years. He's been That's a district only...
0: judge for many years. He has all the school affiliations. He clerked for all the right people. He's whatever. Uh, yes, he's he's qualified, but I mean, he wasn't like a some random fly by night guy they found. He was like the no. triple A guy they promoted to. the, the Remember big when league.
1: George W. Bush tried to appoint his secretary? Yes, and everyone was like,
0: "No, man." <laughs> yes, like it wasn't that. This guy was clearly like yeah, you know, yeah. even like the liberal Yale professors where he studied were like backing him and saying he's he's certainly we don't we don't agree with him, but he's certainly qualified. Yeah. Um, but so now he's got this woman Christine F- F- Basie. For I don't know if we're supposed to use all three of her names. Uh, it just reminds you that she's probably a feminist because uh, she has multiple names. She teaches at Palo Alto University, which I have to say, since I lived in that area for many many years, I've never heard of Palo Alto University. Oh really? Yes. Probably. It would be weird if there was a, Wouldn't it be weird if there was a, a university like two blocks from where you live for five years and you never you never heard of it? Um, yeah. I think it's an office, more of one of those office building schools. There's um, something
1: to be said for having a football team. Like, yes. I, don't, I don't watch college football, but I want my school to have that team.
0: Well, yes, yes, exactly. That's a legit makes Even you a legitimate. suck. That makes you a legitimate school. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, they don't have any sports teams because it's a school where they teach just a psychology and a therapeutic counseling degrees, and it seems to be legitimate as far as that goes. But it's a small little niche niche uh, school for future psychological psychology professional
1: is it new cuz they they did a good job naming it in terms of marketing (laughs) it sounds awesome
0: it does although if the first if the if you've never been Google ranked before and the first Google rank is from sexual assault case (laughs) that's all you're gonna get for the next 10 years Uh, they had 12 I think it listed 1200 students (coughs) nobody lives there so it's like 1200 students and they have uh, college and college and graduate courses so it's gotta be pretty small Um, these
1: are all these are all wives, you know, Yes, doing a side gig, trying you know, ev- every like hot chick who's turned 40, yes. for some reason, their dream is to become a therapist.
0: Well, as you, as you pointed out too, because I mentioned to you that like, it seems to always be like therapists who are uh, claiming sexual assault or these, these latter day charges. And I think you made a good point, which is a lot of people who were sexually assaulted or traumatized as children or young people or teens go into the field of therapy because it's kind of, you know. Physician heal thyself they, They're looking for A ways to heal themselves So they go into these professions Yeah I've always found Psychiatrists in particular To be nuts <laughs> <laughs> So And kids you, you have any kids Of like parents Who were like psychiatrists Or psychologists
1: Oh yeah They're all on Ritalin yes. And stuff that they've discontinued
0: They're yeah. all insane I knew a kid whose both his parents Were psychiatrists And he was the most Insane kid I ever met In my entire <laughs> life He was like So just fucked in the head You know his parent. How could your parents Not experiment you on you As a child like they're gonna look at everything you do and just break it down psychologically and yeah. then just like argue with you over why it's bad. And
1: food. their job is just as a psychiatrist, you're you're not like, Oh, you have problems, let's get to the root of this. Yep. They're just like pills. Yes. So like your kid breaks a bowl yes. and it's just like, Oh, let's get him on some fucking pills. They diagnose I don't them. like where this is going. Yes. Yeah. I'm
0: convinced that parents that ignore their kids completely, the kids grow up much better. <laughs> just generally, generally ignored. So, this woman, so here's, so everyone knows the story. So, she says at a high school party, she went to an all girls uh, Catholic prep. He went to Cavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh went to the uh, all boys Catholic prep, uh, Jesuit prep. It might be Jesuit. I think it was Catholic. And uh, uh, I guess it's the same thing. And uh, so they had the mixer parties and high school parties. And everyone got drunk and all the guys hit the keg and all the girls showed up and whatever. And then there was like, he groped her. She claims threw him threw her down on a bed. I don't know what throwing someone down on a bed entails. Um, it's like that was kind of like the Kevin Spacey with the boy story. I was
1: picturing a choke slam for some reason. <laughs> like, but.
0: here's the thing about Brett Kavanaugh. He's clearly not like a big, masculine dude. He clearly was never a jock. He was never a jock for all the talk about how he's coaching his girl's basketball team. <laughs> he's not like a. He doesn't look like a, he doesn't look like a brute. Doesn't mean he can't be a dick. But he definitely does not look like a physical fella. Um, but pushing someone down on the bed is actually quite easy. <laughs> so, and also, especially if you're kind of making out and then you push someone down on the bed, that's actually really easy. Yeah. So I don't know what really happened. She claims that he tried to like put his body on top of her and then she kind of claimed he covered her mouth, which is, that's pretty insidious. Um, but the,
1: she claimed that he like ch- choked her.
0: No, he claimed he had his hand over her mouth and she said that like her biggest fear wasn't the sex, but that she was going to be, uh, that she was going to be suffocate. Okay. Um but it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously putting your hand over a girl's mouth is very serious. Uh, trying to get laid and, and roll on the bed with her isn't, I think you would agree, less, less serious. Um, but she, she doesn't remember. So she brought, she didn't remember this incident or speak to it until 2012 when she spoke in couples therapy with her husband to her psychiatrist, her own psychiatrist. And then in recalling her traumas of younger years, recalled this incident. Um, and I, we don't have any way to know if this happened or not. You don't know. I don't know uh she probably sort of knows or maybe doesn't know. She doesn't know when it happened, where whose house it was at, what month it was during the year.
1: That's the interesting thing to me is you know, I would assume most people if if you're more progressive, you're on her side. Yes. And if if you're a Republican, you're on his side. Um but there's just no like I almost don't see the point of the hearings or or, or of her testifying or whatever because what There's just can, no possible way to know. Now, it's like impossible to know if he did it or not.
0: The only thing that can happen is she's going to cry, and then he's going to look even more guilty. He's going to say, I didn't do it. I was not, I've never <clears throat> seen her before. I don't think it was even at the event she talked about. Uh, everybody knew me. I was, you know, I was like, whatever. I was a captain of so and so. So everyone kind of, all the girls at school knew my name, but maybe she confused me with somebody else. Um, but and then the, the witness she claims there's one other guy in the room when this happened and that other guy is already on record saying he never saw anything. So you're right. I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Well, I think if she gets the hearings delayed, like I personally think she's doing the country a service. Because he shouldn't be there. They, yeah. The Democrats already appointed a Supreme Court guy, yeah, who was fairly moderate, who didn't write like a weird manifesto about Nixon and how he should have been able to pardon himself. Are you going back to the
0: Garrett? Uh, what's his name? Like Garland. Yeah, Garland. Garland
1: should already be confirmed. The Republicans just, like, in a thuggish, like, dictatorial manner, just decided, no, we're not going to do that, uh, not based on law.
0: But that actually wouldn't have affected this, right? Because this was Kennedy stepping down. They still could have appointed. Cavanaugh here. You're saying it's what's fair is fair, yeah. I mean, the, but but the Republicans also, play real dirty. I understand, but they can't stop Trump from appointing. So here's what's going to well, happen.
1: They can, I mean, it happened. The, the Republicans stopped it. So why can't I mean? No, I, but I mean they
0: they they stopped it when they uh, were not. You know, they stopped it when they had control of the Senate. Yeah. So if they still have control of the Senate, which seems likely, and Trump's still president, they can't stop him just appointing the next person and getting somebody through.
1: Well, I think they're just stalling. In, in hoping for you know the best,
0: I guess I, I think they I
1: just like that they're playing dirty. I, I think that they ever played. That's what they need. Even Diane
0: Feinstein backed off. It was it's I feel actually kind of feel sad for this lady because I think I think in the least she believes it happened and she believes it was him. I don't think she's a, a phony, but now she's caught up in this whole fucking machine where she's her life is now going to become. She's the woman who made this accusation. Whatever else, and she asked to be anonymous when she turned it when she wrote the letter, which I guess was silly to think that that would happen, but she requested to be anonymous. But then they, a lot of opportunists, saw this way too big an opportunity and forced her name out there, and now her life is kind of ruined, essentially. Who did she
1: write the letter to? She wrote
0: the letter to her local congresswoman, Hmm. and said just to let you know this, you know, I, I this guy, this thing happened, and then she turned it over to Dianne Feinstein, and they had it for like four or five weeks. They waited till everything was done, and when it looked like he was going to get it p- approved, because nothing else came up, she turned the letter over to the FBI. And the FBI, by the way, said like, "Yeah, we can't do anything. <laughs> we can't well, do anything." I about think
1: this. this is a whole. I I really just think it's a conspiracy. I mean,
0: I think uh, she's. I think she be- she is legitimate, actually. And I I don't most believe like thirty six year old charges and stuff. But like with Cosby case and stuff like that, I think it's legitimate. Whether or not what happened was more on the innocent side than on the really assaultive side there's no if there's an even one other woman who came forward and said he did this kind of thing yeah you might believe it but to go through all of high school and college and everything else and to not have a single other woman say you ever did anything inappropriate it's kind of weird so it leads me to believe he just tried to touch her tit and fell over on the bed and that scared her because she was probably a virgin and had no experience and you know it was like amy Sh- like amy schumer claiming she was raped when she lost her virginity in high school because the boy fondled her, never asked permission. Right, it's like everything you and I saw in high school. <laughs> how everyone got laid in high school, I, I just don't understand. Like, there was no like girls coming up to you and say, "Hey, let's have sex." <laughs> that did, that just didn't yeah. happen.
1: It, it does seem like, you know, and I'm definitely on the. On the side of women not being assaulted, obviously.
0: Of course. Uh, as ever, most, I'm put, uh, put Matt down on record of n- women not should not be assaulted. <laughs> I
1: think everyone is, except for a very small minority yes. of people um, who would still say they weren't. Anyway, um, we're at the, uh, the point now where this is the burden of, of what constitutes you not getting a job has gone way too far. I mean, yes. these people are in their 50s, and she's talking about... I don't even know what year of high school they were in. Uh,
0: I don't know. It was 1982. I think it would have been their junior year of high school
1: and something, you know, relatively, obviously if there's a scale, this is probably a four or five. Sure. I would guess. Um, it's just like, I, I just don't think it's relevant at this point.
0: No, it's not relevant. And unfortunately, like it ruins her and it ruins him in, in both in different ways. Um, because it's kind of, you know, whether he, if he didn't do it, it ruins him. He's stained with <coughs> this. Half the country thinks he's a rapist. Uh, and half the country thinks she's a liar. So, yeah. and they're both, they both can't be, they both can't be true. And also, it's just not that, like I said, it wasn't that relevant um, to him being a Supreme Court justice. That's not really part of his qualifications, whether or not he got frisky with a girl in high school.
1: No, and if she is being used, then it's super irresponsible, um, of, you know, whoever made that decision, because it, he's obviously in the position of power here. Yes. His, uh, parties in control. He's probably going to be confirmed anyway. Oh yes. He um, will be. But, uh, yeah, I mean 99% he'll be confirmed. So it's like, okay, uh, you could go to court. This happens every day on a widespread scale across the entire country. You get a speeding ticket. It's your word against the cops. He lies under oath yeah. routinely. Almost every day. This is a personal story. This
0: is, this is getting personal for you, Matt. I can tell. No, it's, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's personal to everyone. I think it's probably happened. You try and find a ticket. The cop doesn't remember what happened. He makes shit up and he wins. Yes. I mean, that you know, you're, well, you're I, not going to beat him. The
0: problem with this case is it's not like Harvey Weinstein. It's not like anything else where there's a string of incidents everyone knows about. This guy had like anyone from Elena Kagan, you know, backing him to every other woman he worked with. So, if you got 50, 50 chicks you work with, work for and work for you and they don't. So now the the new thing today was like a female law, uh, law professor at Yale says, uh, it's obvious that he only hired attractive women to clerk for him. So I think that says something about him. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, so that's where we're at. So like, he actually hired his his clerks were too good, li- were, were too attractive. And that shows it. What? That he's like a rapist. So he's a, a good rapist. looking woman can
1: <laughs> just get hired based on the merits of her clerking abilities. Yeah.
0: Or even if he did tend to hire the more attractive uh, applicants. Okay. So like that means he's a, ra- he's a rapist or just every other guy in the country, which is where I think that's where we're at. Because now you had like you had a congresswoman. Yeah. It was yesterday or two days ago saying it doesn't matter if he did it or not. What matters is how he responds to her pain, like, wh- what, what, <laughs> like, like, like. So the measure of a man is not whether or not he's been falsely accused of rape; it's whether or not he shows that he's sympathetic to the woman <laughs> who accused him. <laughs> like, that doesn't even make any sense. It's like saying, like, men, since we can't prove that he did it, his, it's under he's under obligation to act as if he did it, and to say he's sorry, say he's sorry. Like,
1: right? I would a- almost think that would be more likely that you did it. Yes, if, if you didn't do it, and you're treating the person with a lot of deference, like I think that, uh, I think it was Patrice O'Neill made the joke. Like he knew Mike Tyson was innocent because yes. he, <laughs> he got out of prison yes. and said, "I wish I had raped them." Yes, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's exactly how you would act. I mean, Kavanaugh is clearly, you know, a, Kavanaugh. Just, however you, <laughs> yes, just a white. Kavanaugh sounds red, like a stripper name. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yes, he's, uh, you know, he's this. He's this establishment shill dude that's, you know, into Nixon. And th- they're only appointing him because half the Congress is, has dirty money. And he'll he'll allow the president to pardon himself so that the investigation. Yeah. I I,
0: don't, I mean, even outside of all the reasons why they. But why don't people. they
1: bring that up? To me, that seems more relevant.
0: Well, that's the thing. So they brought that stuff up during the hearings. And obviously just most people, the people who cared, cared. The people who didn't care before didn't care. And then the people who were in charge, who had the majority, are going to vote him in.
1: But so, Democrats don't understand how fucking dumb people are. Yes. They have to keep talking about this. That's that's the Republican strategy. You, you, yeah, but you, you get
0: catchphrases
1: like lock him up shit like that. Yeah,
0: but you get you get 8 million times the media reach when you talk about sexual sexual assault. This is stories dominated the news for the last seven days versus talking about the stuff you're talking about. It just doesn't that only appeals to like the, the, the people who watch MSNBC, which is like a million a million and a half people but the sexual assault story, everyone's like, yes, that's trending on Twitter. Well, There's a hashtag. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a juicy, it's a juicy, he said, she said. It's uh,
1: getting a lot of attention, but yeah, maybe if it was a little more legitimate. Like, it's not Anita Hill. It's not now, that. No, you know, It's not a woman
0: he just this, who just worked for him saying, and uh, by, by the way, a bunch of other women who were currently corroborate her story. This is a very thin, very thin lack of evidence story. And yeah, I guess anytime a woman comes forward and says, this guy raped me. You or assaulted me. You have to let her s- tell her story, of course, even if it's 36 years later. Um, but I like the fact that she hasn't had time to prepare. Like I'm like she's only had they said she's only had two weeks to prepare. I'm like, well, actually, 36 years plus two weeks to prepare. Right. So it wasn't like it just happened. To, it happened two weeks ago.
1: Well, dude, how could you if you showed up, even if it really happened, and and they're like, okay, so where did it happen, yeah. and you? You, well, I can't really answer that. It's like you look. Yes. I, I mean, you're just deer in the headlights. Like they're gonna rip you apart. Yes. And she knows that. I'm sure she's not stupid. And by
0: the way, this is she had. She turned over the notes from her shrink. She turned over her shrink's notes from 2012, <coughs> where she said the same thing. So it wasn't like she's was just saying that now. Like I don't remember it. She told her shrink in a private session she didn't remember it. So obviously, it was a very on- that was a very honest answer on her part. She wasn't. She yeah. didn't know. It was- so she she doesn't know where it happened or when it happened. So right off the bat, that's a problem. And the fact there's no not a single witness and the fact that she's held it for 36 years. There's nothing there. But here's here's the real conundrum, Matt, that I came up with. So what the people, although there's now a We Believe hashtag, We Believe hashtag, We Believe uh, Christine hashtag, uh, which I don't know what it's based on again. So you have Hollywood celebrities, uh, Eva Longoria made a video, uh, Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus signed a petition saying, We Believe, all this stuff like, again, based on what? By the way, you never even heard the woman speak, (laughs) like you've never heard her speak before. So we believe because she's a woman. That's the only thing you have to say. Dear Professor Ford, Dear Professor Ford, Dear Professor Ford, we know how difficult it is to stand up to powerful people.
1: We want to thank you for publicly sharing your story of sexual violence.
0: As members of the Senate determine whether Supreme Court, Court nominee, nominee Brett, Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh should serve as a as Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice, justice. The Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice. justice, this
1: context is critical. The behavior you described was wrong, 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 and runs directly counter to upholding the law and promoting, and promoting justice. justice.
0: Yeah, um, is that they're saying like? The conundrum is they're saying like, okay, so you have a very, very tiny fraction of the male population who is convicted or accused of sexual assault. But what they're saying is that most sexual assaults are never reported or spoken of by the victim. So nobody ever knows about them. So they're saying like, oh, you can do an FBI check on somebody, scour their background, talk to all their employers, talk to all the people they went to college with, all that stuff. But you never know about a sexual assault in someone's past because the person who was assaulted never mentioned it to anybody. And it's almost usually a private situation. So now you have the situation where all men potentially have sexual assaults in their background and it can't be disproven. So like, because so many women are, this is a theory are assaulted and they don't tell anybody about it. Anybody from Brett Kavanaugh to you or me could have assaulted someone in high school and no background check ever would ever, would ever show it. And therefore all men are (laughs) rapists, potentially rapists. Like, you know, I mean, really like there's no way to clear, there's no way for a guy to say like, I have, I've never sexually assaulted a woman. And then someone will say, well, no, you might have, but you just never told anybody.
1: No. And it's, yeah, it's one, I mean, just, yeah, exactly. Now it's, now it's just, I mean, you could be about, to, you You worked your whole life to get to this point and, <clears throat> you know, your dream is to become a Supreme Court judge. And just, let's say, I don't know if he did it or not, but for someone with a fairly unsubstantiated story to come <laughs> in and be able to take that from you yeah. seems not right to
0: me. It's, it's just, it's it's almost like profiling. I was thinking about it as like profiling, like how you, uh, young black teens are profiled. That must be a criminal or up to no good. It's like, they're almost saying like, if you're, if you're a male, especially a white male, which is odd because it's almost always black males who are falsely accused of rape and in prison, wrongly in prison by the numbers. But they're saying, if you're a man and you say, I've never sexually assaulted a woman, they can always say, or you did, but she never spoke up about it. So it's like, it just—it's a whole rape. It's like the end result of the rape culture. The feminist things talking about the rape culture, which is all men are rapists. So maybe you did rape somebody, but we just can't prove it. Like it, yeah, it's, a very insidio- it's, it's very why, insidious. Why do you
1: focus on the guys that are most obviously rapists? Yes, like the guys that watch porn together, and you see him. Whoa, the whoa, Matt, what's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I get
1: why they're mad. The president is like caught on tape talking about essentially sexual assault, grabbing him Yeah, by the post He's been accused by, I don't know, 8, 10, 12, 11. Well, Although he paid.
0: He did pay. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I
1: get why they're like kind of irritated about that, but I don't know. Like, it used to
0: be, it used to be, you didn't like, it used to be the theory was, at least of civil libertarians, was you don't like, it's better that a thousand guilty people go free than one innocent man be con- wrongly convicted. That's gone. I mean, that idea is gone. The whole, like, we, it's better to let guilty people go than convict the innocent man. No, but, we flipped it. Yes. No,
1: like, Aziz Ansari. Yes. Like, oh, he's able to get his show back? It's like, what? Because some chick wrote a blog? There are legitimate, are legitimately
0: uh, medi- women in, with me- voices, powerful voices in the media, some men, too, because they're just kowtowing, uh, saying that you always have to believe the woman no matter what. That it doesn't matter if the guy, and it doesn't ultimately matter if the man's guilty or not because so many men are guilty and get away with it. You're right. It's completely flipped. Yeah, and it's it's like this is the end result of like the the Me Too thing, but I think it is like profiling black teens, where it's just like guys now have to be seen as like all potential rapists, which is really sad because I think it's probably I'm sure less than one percent who actually are ever <laughs> committing committing rape. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure if I said this around
1: my ex girlfriend, um, like yeah, I, you know I don't agree with Kavanaugh. I, yes, I, I don't Kavanaugh. I don't like it. Yeah, um, but you know I. I just don't think he should really uh, that this is very legitimate. She would just respond with, "Oh, so you raped a girl in high school?" Yes. I'd be like, "What? Well, I guess you missed the point entirely." Yes, and
0: then she would ask oh. you not to, to disprove it. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever go to high school parties to get drunk with girls? Well, there you go. You probably did something. Probably. And by the way, I'm just scouring my of what I remember of my past. I don't think it was all that interesting. But uh, I bet Kavanaugh's uh, high school uh, social life wasn't all that interesting either. Um, cause these kids are these practical based
1: on the rest of his life. Yes. I would say it's the opposite of it. Yes.
0: Also, if you coach, if you coach girls basketball for six years, you should get off any crime. <laughs> that's just, that's just, you should be, that's like a get out of jail free card for anything. But also it's kind of, you don't have kids, but it's kind of sad if you have, especially little girls and then they're seeing you in the newspaper every day or the news talking about how you rape somebody. That's just, I mean, that to me as a dad, it's kind of sad, assuming he's innocent, that if he's guilty but assuming he's innocent that's really kind of sad that you're like your nine-year-old daughter is reading stories about you know or is going to well, school
1: Well, yeah but he's a total scumbag I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that based on his political beliefs right
0: all right so maybe maybe you can I, say, and i say that objectively why don't you say he raped you man just come out and say, come <laughs> on and say it uh i mean i don't like where this is headed this is like a whole group prof it's a group profiling it's just it's no different than saying arab men are terrorists or black teens are up to, are selling drugs or whatever just guys like this are ra- are rapist all guys are rapists yeah um i don't think i don't think there's a there's a political line for rapists um and actually there, i would disagree there i think some of the rapists you would never guess there's clearly like child rapists i think you always know but like and they, there's always like the frat guys who probably have a lot of date rape stuff but i bet the sinister like real serial rapist guys you'd probably never guess most likely i
1: mean i would say if you looked at um, Democratic and Republican appointed judges, um, probably there's an equal amount of rapists on each side. Yeah, but I think the hardcore neoconservative guys more rapey. Well, their beliefs are openly more rapey. So, well, by the way, so I, th- th- what they're I, saying I just is kind of assume that translates to their personal beliefs. What, what they're
0: saying is that uh, if this Kavana <laughs> Kavanaugh doesn't go through, he's going to fall back on that uh, Notre Dame chick. Amy, whatever her name is, Barrett Cohen, mm. Cohen Barrett, something like that. And she is like vehemently pro life, <laughs> which is really going to drive, like, having a baby pro life, but he's not like vehemently pro life. There's no like, he hasn't like, he, you know, he doesn't, hasn't anything on his record where he says, you know, about killing babies and stuff. This woman is clearly hardcore Catholic pro life. And they're going to get her rammed down their throat next. And then they're going to fucking just blow up. Cause this is always, always, Matt, always about abortion. Oh, white yeah. chicks, white chicks. Rich white chicks love abortion. <laughs> uh, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, this Malaysian con man, Joe Lowe, I know I mispronounced his name, but I still want it to be Joe Lowe. I don't speak Malaysian. Uh, I almost went there as a, as a high school exchange student to Malaysia. I was, 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 was one. Of, oh, man. <laughs> yes. I signed up for a program to see the world. And they said we're gonna send you to Malaysia. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see that much of the world. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how about how about like Switzerland? <laughs> um, but this guy, he's, he was a, he was like a, a con man from a fairly wealthy family in Malaysia, and he ended up stealing a shitload of money. And he he funded the movie. He became friends with Leo DiCaprio and funded the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, which is ironic since he was like doing all these wheeling and dealing con man deals. We pretend to be friends with all the big celebrities, Paris Hilton, Kate Upton, uh, Swiss beats, other DJs and stuff like that, especially around the river, French Riviera. He'd rent yachts, pretend to have huge, you know, he would have huge celebrity parties. It was unclear where the money was coming from. Uh, but, uh, Goldman Sachs, I think, started doing deals with him. <laughs> it was just like, he ended up doing like, he was going to buy Adidas at one point. Uh, he was doing these sh- massive deals and, and funneling money into Hollywood and other places and just like shifting money around. And it seems to be everyone just readily accepted him because he threw cool parties. He bought amazing gifts for like Victoria's Secret models. He'd have like Kate Upton on his boat for parties and stuff. And everyone just assumed he was a rich guy. And once people assume you're a rich guy, I guess you can do whatever whatever the fuck you want. Nobody asked anything.
1: Yeah, no one asked to see your tax returns. No, they don't,
0: even if you're like in, Shady business. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. Um, no, d-
1: a chick that's lecturing you about animal rights will gladly get on a shady <laughs> Russian guy's yacht and yes. take a bunch of pictures. Yes, like without question. P-
0: not pay attention to the <laughs> screams below from the uh, the girls locked up and trans being transported for sex slavery. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's just. It, I think this goes to show. This is a story for you, Matt, in particular, because you really, really hate the way people work the banking system, international conspiracies. This guy clearly just pretended put on an act i mean it was, it was funny because he actually funded wolf the wolf of wall street movie and he did basically what the guy <laughs> in the wolf of wall street did which is just put on a put on a show basically he did a lot of insider deals and made himself like beloved by other rich people and once you're beloved by rich people in hollywood and wall street you can do whatever the fuck you want
1: yeah he's kind of a genius i mean the you know the stunts because there's there's like different levels of rich guy because you know most rich guys don't buy, um, you know Lamborghinis with rims on them. No. You know they'll just they'll rock a cool Audi or something. But you mean like
0: the uh, oil, Arab oil money guys in Beverly Hills who uh, drive those? Uh, like yeah, I was trying <laughs> to not make it racial, but <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: Um, well, they're
0: just let's say they have dads who are worth <coughs> half a billion dollars, and they're here in Beverly Hills doing nothing but renting sports cars.
1: Yeah, but the yacht is just yes. <clears throat> like even an average person. Uh, of just average wealth understands like how much money you have to have yes. to waste it on such a stupid fucking purchase as a yacht yes. that's like impossible to maintain and store and and more and dock and whatever. Yes. To, to like, th- you're just hemorrhaging money.
0: To lay down 100 grand on a party or 150 grand on a party, you got to be pretty wealthy. Yeah. You can't be like um, just have a million bucks in the bank cuz that will go in like a month.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of these guys just once you're in that circle where half the people are shady anyway, and they're all fucking laundering money or stashing it in different accounts in Malaysia or, or Switzerland or whatever. And so, like, no one's questioning you. Like, where'd you get this money? Because they don't want to know, really. They don't want to be having to testify or be subpoenaed about <laughs> yeah. something, like, you know, a few years down the line. Like, did you get on that guy's boat? Like, yeah, what'd you know? I didn't know shit. Yes. I didn't want to know
0: shit. Oh, Brett you Kavanaugh know. was there with a chick, but uh, on the down below. <laughs> yeah, no, but he, like, he, he gave... Uh, DiCaprio has his like Save the Elephants Foundation thing every year in the South of France, where they actually raise money to save elephants, and it's like a million dollars to get into the party, where the hell it is? They auction off things. He gave him a Picasso. He's like, "Here's a Picasso, to, like for your party to give away." It was like a four or five million dollar painting and a Basquiat. And then Miranda Kerr, the Victoria's Secret model, he gave a three million dollar necklace to. Um, and once he started throwing this this kind of cash around, everyone just and he called himself a billionaire. Everyone assumed he's just like a billionaire. It's sort of like Trump in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone just assumed he was just leveraged, it was all leveraged from somewhere else. But everyone just assumed, okay, he's a billionaire, and now you have Goldman Sachs or different Wall Street firms backing you in plays. Without they, there's no way they could have looked at his at his at his background or his numbers because he wouldn't have had anything. So they're clearly getting the very high risk deals that he's putting forward. Yeah. Oh, well <laughs> look, care. we've all
1: we've all done a degree of this. We've all taking a chick out to the restaurant we couldn't afford. And, yes. and the bill comes and you're like, fuck, you know, I hope. And, and then you just act like it's not a big deal. But yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know where, I'm sure there's some family money that people are not too happy about at this point, but
0: yeah, I mean, this guy was from a wealthy family. He had, he was, his family was, uh, had a few million bucks in the bank. So he had some money. They were like in the garment industry or something. So he had some money to throw around. He could buy some nice things and rent some nice things. So he put it, looked apart, but he, told him when he was a billionaire, which is a very different thing than a a millionaire. Like, you know, when you're when you're financing putting 30 million dollars into a movie or you're buying people five million dollar gifts, that's that's billionaire. (laughs) That's I
1: mean, once you're in that world, like who would question it? I nobody. I wouldn't. Well, Well,
0: you might think the banks would, but they didn't they didn't seem to care.
1: No, i I mean like i'm sure he had to move around i'm sure like there were mornings where he was fucking flipping out yes and calling the guy like you got to transfer this here yes and the guy's like what happened and he's like uh you know and he made up a story and you know at a certain point it, it all comes tumbling down but you know you can keep it going for quite a while like he fucking, did. like bernie madoff is a good example of someone who was just ha- i mean he was just buddies with all the bank executives and they probably knew what he was doing but you know, they're not gonna question it because yeah. they're fucking crooked too. And
0: that show, that show do you ever see the show Billions on Showtime? No. It's about the hedge fund hedge fund guys, like uber rich hedge fund guys. It just shows how their money is infiltrated everywhere. Like into in the universities, into local he's like funding the law enforcement stuff, like the police union stuff. Mm. You know, he's running their money, plus he's donating like things to the you know, at nine eleven firefighter, like 50 million to nine eleven firefighters, like endowing endowing different museums and stuff like that. It's all dirty money, but, like, it's going everywhere. Everyone's getting a piece of it, and so nobody wants to stop. Nobody wants – there's no incentive for anyone to stop it.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, becoming friends with DiCaprio was a very shrewd move on his part. So I feel like DiCaprio is a version of this, but instead of trying to get rich, he's just trying to get a lot of pussy. Yes. Being rich (laughs) doesn't hurt either. But the million-dollar save the elephant thing, that is – as a guy that's into, you know, hot, fickle women, that yeah. is fucking brilliant.
0: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yes.
1: I mean, I, that was just, I, I got to give it to him. That's a very well orchestrated plan to have like a fivesome with, with a bunch of tens. Oh, he, sho- he
0: shows up in his yacht. He shows up in his yacht. He docks his yacht in Saint-Tropez and then he hold the the, the the party there that night. And then he has a post party on his yacht. It's just ridiculous. It's just like the level of women that are at these events is just, it's they're all, they're all models. They're all professional models. Not a single one of them is not a model. It's like there's no there's tens, there's occasional nine who might be married to a rich guy and tens, that's it. And they're all looking to get laid by DiCaprio.
1: There is a guy there's a documentary on it. I, I'm gonna look it up real quick, but um you know the Koch brothers obviously, yes. the industrial scions. Um one of them was just like, Fuck it, I'm just gonna collect art and wine. Yeah. So he's um I guess cooler than the other two, maybe. Um but there's this Asian guy who claimed to be this wine expert. And uh, he became like the foremost authority on wine in the whole country. (laughs) Yeah. And he was he was selling these hundred thousand dollar bottles of wine. He would just go into his one bedroom apartment and scrape off the label and and put on a new label that he printed and And talk about how it tastes like fucking, you know, black currants and truffles and whatever. And he just totally snowed this whole community because they're so full of shit. It, it's not that it's it's not that hard to do if you commit yourself. Now, why you chose this? I mean, we'd have to do a deep dive into why you psychologically pursued this line. I ta- I
0: used to talk to this knew uh, uh, this investment advisor, big time investment advisor, to like wealthy, private wealthy people, and he I, I and mean, he had all he had these like the- he wrote all these books about investing and mathematics and all this silly stuff and how to pick the right stocks, and everything else like that. And I said, wow, you have all these like, and he had all these like copyrighted, like formulas, copyright that he owned, uh, that he had trademarked, no one else could use for his investment formulas. I said, wow, people must love these formulas. he goes, no, he goes like, the only reason people pick their investment advisor is who they can tell about the cocktail parties is running their money. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's the only thing that matters. All the other stuff I do is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, you want to get in with the influencers, and when they say they're using you as their investment advisor, then all the other rich people get involved because that's how they, they're all like sheep. They don't want to be in on it.
1: They are like sheep. And they're also usually busy. I'm not talking about the trust fund guys, but yeah. they they still usually most of the time have something to do. So you but know. if you were a
0: woman, if you were a chick like Miranda Kerr and some guy gave you a $3 million dollar necklace, would you just go, all right, that was a Tuesday. <laughs> like, that's just like, like that's weird. Like, like what you think, like or if you're if you're DiCaprio, you go oh a Picasso ah cool, all right see you next week buddy. Yeah, <laughs> my first up.
1: thought would be this guy is an organized crime. Yes, and uh, he's he probably has killed people, you know.
0: And he was it looks like because he actually did he did what like the new version of the international mob now is China just working with the Chinese government. So apparently he did some he did some shady deals on behalf of the Chinese government, and now they're protecting him in China. They can't extradite him out of China back to Malaysia to. For this investigation of world of money, they they re, by the way they reap uh, the U.S. government repossessed the necklace to Miranda Kerr and the Picasso and the Basquiat painting hmm. because it was all ill gotten ill gotten from ill gotten gains. So all these people had to give their shit. <laughs> to give but their Did shit he back.
1: actually extract a lot of money from anyone, or is he now just basically where he started? Uh, minus a few, well, I think he you know, it was all million. It was
0: probably all leverage. I mean, it was probably like he probably was worth three hundred million dollars with eight hundred million dollars in debt, right? Yeah. That's how those guys operate. That's made off for anybody else. I mean, that's the heads of lots of studios in, in in Hollywood I've known before. They have a lot of money, but they owe three times as much. Trump is also Trump is like that as well, I think. Oh yeah. You, know, you have a huge I mean, how much cash you need to live like a really rich life. Say you have three hundred million dollars in the bank, but you owe eight hundred million dollars, as long as you can delay that eight hundred million forever, right. You're gonna be rich. You'll be rich forever. Even though on paper you're actually worth Negative, negative half a billion dollars. Exactly. As long as someone no call, as long as someone no calls you, or you can claim bankruptcy on a lot of those things that are costing you money. You there's always have that offshore money, like pool, giant pools of money that are never taken away from you. Yeah. So, so he's th-
1: doing the same, th- this a version of the same thing right now in China to like, yes. to like hot American tourists. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, basically got a new gig. You know, I was thinking
0: about this one. Uh, did you see? I uh, should have talked more about Mark Cuban. You saw Mark Cuban's apology.
1: I saw that he paid ten million dollars. No, no,
0: he didn't pay ten million dollars, Matt. He donated ten million dollars, because of the tax, it's a tax—it's a tax <laughs> deductible write-off. Yeah. First he cried, then he appointed a female CEO, because as you know, when you appoint a female CEO, all sexual harassment goes away—that's mm. the catch-all. And then, instead of paying a fine of ten million dollars, he made a donation of ten million dollars to various uh, women's charities, so that he could write them off. <laughs> he could write them off on his taxes. No one calls him on this because it's just like. He does such a good job of looking like he said he was. Anytime the man uses the word mortified, (laughs) you know he's you know he's lying. Yeah, he's smart. He knows he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he worked out with Adam Silver the fact that this would be a donation and not a payment, not a fine, because the fines are not tax deductible, but but donations (laughs) donations are.
1: He's quietly developed one of the worst toupees in the history of (laughs) America.
0: Also, by the way, I don't know if you read the, 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 the allegations kind of proven true about what happened at the Mavericks.
1: I heard there was porn a lot, and there was a used condom laying around. There was a lot
0: of real dark, like real actual sexual assaulty type stuff going, like real like fraternity type stuff going on. It's so, Like in the front office. Yeah, there was it was only like a couple people, but it got you know everyone knew about it, no one said anything about it, so it's kind of like Weinstein a little bit. Mm. There's no actual uh, sexual assaults, but there was a lot of like gross male behavior and women being told to shut up and just deal with it
1: i believe it i mean it's a bunch of jocks like if you look at cuban i like mark cuban but he's got such that jock demeanor like yes. he's the opposite of kavanaugh like if he's a like, fanboy he's a fanboy uh, yeah if, if someone said that mark cuban pushed me down on the bed i'd be like oh, yeah he did <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes
0: and cover your mouth you yeah. catholic catholic school girl I don't, by the way, I believe that anytime a, a Catholic school girl has sex, she gets pregnant. So I'm not sure that, that actually happened. <laughs> I remember everyone who had sex with a Catholic girl. They always, somehow they always got pregnant. All right. Lo, Joe Lowe, come out of, come out of China. I want to hear all the stories. I just, the whole fa- my fascination is the fact that like these organizations just don't like Hollywood, all stuff. As long as the money's coming in, they're so impressed by status that they could care less. The banks I think are not impressed by status, but they just saw a big money making opportunity even though they knew this guy was not on the level. They don't, and they just don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone, you know, you could be offended about all kinds of things. But I'm sure if you looked into this guy's background and, I don't know, his family was chopping off the arms of slaves or whatever, <laughs> like, whatever it is, I have no idea. Uh, just hypothetical. You just make up Malaysian shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, he was just budding around with Leo DiCaprio. Like, where's the thing that's like, hey, Leo, that's not cool, man. No. I thought you were like this humanitarian yes. guy. Why are you friends with this rich guy He's like, got all this dirty money? but no one really thinks. about
0: No. Him. Oh, by the way, uh, so, you know, Matt, uh, uh, Demi Lovato's drug dealer has a warrant out for his arrest. That's good. But uh, it's not actually related to Demi Lovato, the Demi Lovato case. <laughs> there was actually another warrant out for his arrest. So the other, I, I think he's in Harvey Levin's basement. That's my, <laughs> my imagination. Maybe.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Matt, we've come full circle on the Asia Argento uh, situation. So Asia Argento, by the way, her real name is Aria Argento. As I told you before, Italy would not allow her to be named Asia when she was born, the country of Italy. So that's not her real name. This is devious to begin with. That seems so restrictive because it's
1: all. So Italy,
0: they have, I know they have all these letters. Yes, they do. Yes, they it's use the same outfit. Ari it.
1: is not that far off from Asia.
0: Well, they didn't want her to be in Asia because they're just fucking, I don't know, nanny state-ish. And they thought that was that was too stupid of a name to give a child. So, in the U.S., you have to go with, like, Hitler or something before they actually will step their in. The president's and stuff. name is Silvio. Yes, well, I was thinking about, it, like, in, in, in the U.S., there was that case a couple years ago where the parents tried to name their kid Hitler. And the, and the state of New Jersey stepped in and said, we're just not going to allow that because it's child, tantamount to child abuse. I agree with that. But that was like the first case like in forever where like they really, really almost never stop people from naming their kids stupid names. But if it's like Hitler, probably the N-bomb or something like that, they'd probably stop them.
1: What is the fairly mundane procedural story that they're making this big Hollywood movie about? Like the next spotlight? I can't remember. Hmm. Um, I haven't kept track of it. We've talked about it. Uh, Oh, the um, Roger Ailes movie. Oh, the Roger Ailes
0: movie, yeah. Why? How about we
1: scrap that and make the... Aja Argento, Rose McGowan, uh, Rain Dove movie. I'll definitely watch that.
0: And by the way, both those actors would uh, agree to play themselves. Oh, that'd the be amazing. <laughs> yes, it would.
1: I would forgive all if they played they themselves. They
0: should do that. And who was the people who made the uh, People vs. O.J. movie, like that style? Yeah. Where they have really bad actors pretending to be Make these other people? It, yeah,
1: intentionally crappy.
0: That would be the ultimate slight on Rose McGowan. Or oh, someone we'll else bring in McGowan. John
1: Travolta to play Anthony Bourdain. that yes. It'll be real <laughs> awful. That would be great. And then he won't know that everyone's laughing at him.
0: Yeah. So you have two crazy ladies. Uh, who were both uh, well accused Harvey Weinstein of of rape, although both continue to work with him afterwards and take smiling selfies with him. One had an NDA. The NDA, de- by the way, is dead. I've declared the NDA dead. The tr- after after Stormy Daniels and Rose McGowan and everybody else. There, if you are paying women three hundred grand for an NDA at this point, it's just silly money. You right. just have to understand you are not getting anything for your NDA. It's like uh, one of those uh, any of those like things you agree not to work for anyone else after you leave a company. And then you go work somewhere else like a week later for the competition. <laughs> it's just one of those stupid things you sign that you n- no one ever follows. Although you think with 300 grand it might hold some weight. But no, it's all out there. So these two were these two d- 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 pumpkin heads basically ran the Me Too, were the heads of the Me Too movement because they both had Harvey Weinstein's penis inside of them, which is some sort of almost legendary <laughs> status in the, in the Me Too movement. Um, as opposed to everyone else who could just point to stories of like, you know, some PA looked down my blouse on set. These two actually had rape allegations, which put them uh, head and shoulders above everybody else.
1: Aja Argento continued to have consensual sex after the rape. She did. But her rapist. Just so you
0: know, you can have uh, be raped and also have consensual sex with the same person. I don't in, agree with that. And almost like within the same hour, I believe. Because um, he holds a sway over you because he's your, your you have a Stockholm syndrome now. Um, so these two were like tight. Just, like he has the coke. Yes. They were thickest uh, thieves and, and leaders of the Me Too stuff, dis, You know, discrediting men, calling out men, uh, and, and pigs in Hollywood and men being pigs and rapist pigs and pig-ren rapists and all this stuff. They really expand their vocabulary. Um, but now they're at odds. Now they become enemies because, as you know, Matt, all female friendships eventually end in some sort of dramatic, dramatic hating of each other. <laughs> There's just no way for for women, in the, two women in the spotlight, to ever share the spotlight, it's just never, especially women with egos, it's never going to happen.
1: Yeah, this is every reality show yes. played out in news headlines <laughs> yes. over the course of a fairly short amount of time, two months.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they were like, be, I mean, literally, it was like Asia, <coughs> Rose, and Anthony Bourdain hanging out and all the selfies, like traveling around and having parties and stuff, um, and, disc- and denouncing me- male sexual assault people in Hollywood. Um, so, of course... Uh, Rose McGowan now turned at Asia Argento because a, uh, Rose McGowan's—I'm going to say this wrong—her uh, her not her boyfriend, her sexually ambiguous, gender undefined friend, love interest, <laughs> Rain Dove,
1: man with boobs.
0: Yeah, I don't really understand. But how would you? You wouldn't call him like? I guess you call him. You don't say lover anymore. I think that seems very like '90s. Uh, I'm going to go with love interest. I believe they were having sex. Of some kind um, I yeah. think it's like her boy it would be her if he was a boy it would be her boyfriend got a special friend yeah special special non-gender assigned or just decided a, a friend Do, uh, dove rain or rain is it rain dove or Dove Rain? I always forget that
1: uh, I think it's rain Dove.
0: rain dove I don't believe that was his birth name um, by the know. way all, all of this this entire story just goes to show that when you're raised in a sex cult by your parents this is what this is what happens 40 40 years later it never goes away. Um, just, no,
1: you just start... I mean, all of the... R- Rose McGowan...
0: Asia Argento, by the way, I think was, was heavily molested as a child, too, in the in the Italian film business.
1: I would imagine. You yes. don't develop an interest in sort of prepubescent boys yes. uh, just on your own. Uh, so McGowan was going off on these loony conspiracy things. She got busted for drugs. Uh, she's constantly melting down, looking... Um, unwell, yes. physically and mentally. Um, but the
0: one thing she had ha- had to hang on to was a- her friendship with Asia Argento and and Anthony Bourdain. Now but then
1: Argento is- just torpedoed like. Re- like the most epic collapse yes. of any human being I've <laughs> yes. ever seen. Yes, but you know she Jimmy Jimmy Swag-
0: it. Jimmy Swaggert levels <laughs> levels of like yeah falling <laughs> coming back. Or, you know who was that other guy? The televangelist in the eighties, uh, uh, Tammy Faye and uh, what's his name Baker Baker. Yeah, uh, When it just revealed. Then it's just revealed that the holy man is just banging all the secretaries and stealing money from the church.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm assuming those guys attempted to come back at some point. But. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah you're kind of just done and she was so uh you know the hyperbole yeah. the the ego behind it and this whole time you know her boyfriend not even her husband I, yeah. I keep forgetting that her boyfriend forked over his own money to pay off this this um kid really
0: teenager yeah who she had sex with
1: so she was lying to Rose McGowan She was lying to the public we found out three or four times over that she's lying about her lies yes and she just continues lying i don't know if she has like a good pr person a bad pr person this is her own personal strategy Yes. Yeah. um but she's really just taking it's almost like the trump book like she's just spreading just disseminating down. And down. doubling down yeah, every, every
0: time it. possible and so rose mcgowan who is the ultimate i believe opportunist and one thing you do learn in this being raised in a sex cult is 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 uh, how to be an opportunist. how to be an opportunist you yeah. get some street you get some street smarts along the way at seven or eight when you're Married to five different grown men. Look out for yourself. That <laughs> yeah. rice and beans goes yes. quick, man. Yeah. Yes. So she uh, she turned fast on Asia Argento when the stories came out about Jimmy, the teenager Jimmy Bennett. Uh, and apparently, uh, uh, Rain Dove got texts from Asia Argento confirming that she had sex with a teenager and that he was sending her nude photos. And Asia Argento uh, demanded Rose McGowan retract what she said about the text. Although it was odd because I think she actually showed the text to TMZ or somebody. So they're out there. We saw the text. Yeah. So I don't know what retracting them would actually do unless she said they were made up, but I don't think she indicated that. So now she's suing her. She hired an attorney, she's suing Rose McGowan Civilly for some millions of dollars, and the two have fallen quite at odds with one another. It's like, this is like, if you could have predicted a year ago, you could say this. no one would have predicted this, but I think I just would have predicted this exactly.
1: Yeah, if you ran this by me and said, what do you think of this? I'd go,
0: yeah. That Um, could totally. Of course, that would happen. That could totally happen. Yes. So, a a definite possibility. But Asia Argento's defense seems to be that, uh, Rain Dove and Rose McGowan claim that Jimmy Bennett started sending her nude photos of himself at 12. But her defense is, uh, no, he was actually, it was, he was actually 17 when he sent me nude photos, which, by the way, is a great defense, except it's still illegal. It's still illegal. It's It's still technically child pornography. So, not the best defense ever. And also that, uh, that the seventeen-year-old she claims was he uh, sexually uh, u- assaulted her when they had sex together. That he was a do- he dominated her and, and forced her to have sex. Although there's no indication of that, and also he is underage, so she's committing statutory rape.
1: There's also no seventeen-year-old that's that confident and um, no. capable in the bedroom.
0: No, and also he doesn't of, like make-
1: telling the, the hot thirty-four-year-old actress like what to do <laughs> like, yeah. yeah well <laughs> also no that
0: she but her claims also that she is a victim previous victim of sexual assault actually just freezes when she like when she's in a situation like that so she's frozen and unable to make a decision and that the, the guy had sex with her anyhow I would just like to say as a, a, a non practicing attorney that if you're going into a statutory rape case which is defense was that he raped me that's a really bad that's a really bad defense <laughs> That's a yeah. really, really, really bad defense for statutory rape. When he's seventeen, you're—I think she was thirty-nine or forty. Uh, that's just not gonna. That's not gonna fly.
1: And it makes her like the ultimate villain because she's also, she's she's appropriating something real about yes rape and saying I just froze like that's something she like heard on a movie somewhere yes or, or something she heard Rose McGowan say. It.
0: She's been claiming this for like she does this in speeches. She talks about it in speeches how like. Not all women will protest being raped. They won't physically protest. They'll just, you know, quietly accept it. Which also, again, lowers the bar a little bit for <laughs> for rape. So, like, if you're having sex with her and she just isn't really into it so much, that's then rape. That's also rape. And you know it's not going to stop a 70-year-old boy. Um, he's Yeah, like a <laughs> that's
1: true. I would think... I mean, I'm picturing more of an actual... If it's someone you know... And and you don't say and and you get naked on a bed yes and then you proceed to have sex and you don't say I don't want to have sex with you yeah I'm not going to call that rape at all
0: now just but that's so that her claim her claim of the sexual assault extends to the fact that she's not making any indication that she wants him to stop but that she's just frozen emotionally frozen
1: so, so she's like invoking her past.
0: Well, yeah, or you can only have sex with a s- trained psychiatrist who would see the symptom, the signs. You have to only have sex with a man who's a trained in, in the signs of sexual assault so he would know whether or not his partner was experiencing emotional frozen, frozen, frozenness.
1: I get what she's doing. It's like watching a kid that broke the lamp try and lie. Yes. And Put the
0: pieces back together with the glue.
1: Which I just realized how p- people are inherently such liars. like. We talk about it, you know. Half of our stories are about someone that's just lying, yes. Basically, or just being totally. Um,
0: but you, know, you but you knew but you were. You and I knew that she was at least playing up the stuff, the Harvey Weinstein stuff, and Rose McGowan too, before any of this other stuff came out. You just knew it's like you're setting, like you're setting yourself. You said like you can tell when someone's a rapist. I think you can also tell when someone's a false accuser or a overplayed accuser. Let's say, yeah, it's with these ladies, it's pretty obvious. Like I, I feel like there's even like. Some people like Ashley Judd, who I feel are legitimately victimized when I see them speaking. And then I see people like Rose McGowan or Asia Argento. I say they have turned this into a drama where they've overplayed. Maybe something happened, but they've overplayed it so extensively.
1: Yeah, because when you see the photos of them and Weinstein, it's yes. like this happens every time there's an election. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Obama will say, uh, I'm not friends with... Uh, you know this politician and Louis fact, Louis Farrakhan. I've never right. In fact, you know we've barely met, and then there's like five photos of them <laughs> yes. shaking hands and smiling. <laughs> yes, like that makes you look bad, yeah, and, and for a reason because it's documented proof, <laughs> yeah. that you're sort of uh, at the very least embellishing the truth. I would guess.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and so Rose McGowan was like seen with photo and smiling in photos with her arms around Harvey Weinstein, which by the way, whether or not he raped you or not, that's still gross. <laughs> like just like put touching your arms. Well, like clutch, like putting your arms around like he's your best. I mean, you all saw all the speeches where all these women were saying, Without Harvey, where would we be in Holly you know, as actresses in Hollywood I mean, just legitimately he was winning awards from women's groups. Yeah. With uh what's her name? Dame Dame, whatever the hell her name it's is from Judy England. Ditch? Talking about how she was gonna get his name tattooed on her inner thighs. Oh shit. Yeah, because he had given her so much opportunity in Hollywood. He was probably not raping her, of course, but so so maybe he was nice to her. But There's he was,
1: something to be said for schmoozing, but I mean. But he was a
0: he. He even without the rape stuff, he was a huge asshole. So, like, just the fact you'd be hugging him and, and pretending to be his friend and stuff is kind of gross.
1: Yeah, he was also uh, stealing money from <laughs> yes. everyone whose movie he produced.
0: Yes, doing that too. I
1: wonder if half those guys were just on the Me Too thing because he <laughs> fucked him over financially. Probably.
0: He was just, a, he was an unlikable troll. So the fact that you'd be like kissing his cheek in photos is kind of gross to begin with. So I didn't believe him. But I, I just, this story for me is just. Beautiful. I mean, Harvey Weinstein is clearly guilty of shit, but the story of these two women breaking down, like I said, would make a great movie. John Travolta has to play.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> very play. Shakespearean. Yeah, Antonio he could Bourdain. have the bad wig. Yeah, because it looked like Bourdain was wearing a wig anyway, even though I think his hairline was just weird. Well, you said um,
0: I think two weeks ago you said John Goodman for uh, for Harvey Weinstein. So uh he, he double he could make multiple movies as he could do multiple movies as Harvey Weinstein right right <laughs> like just put on the makeup and just do like three Harvey Weinstein movies in it since he's already already uh, fixed up
1: and uh, we could get um who who could we get to be Rain Dove?
0: I don't know. Uh, it would have to be one of those uh, David Schwimmer? No, it would have to be a, a, a gender unassigned person because otherwise you'd be appropriating. You'd be you'd be you'd be called out for for uh, non cisgender appropriation or cisgender. is this
1: maybe a good moment for the tr- um, trans community? Because really, the only decent person in this story is Rain Dove. Yes, just a beacon of shining yes. hope and truth. Obviously, the hero of the entire. Yeah, the man um, with breast
0: comes forward as a, the, the as the one honest man, honest not man, honest person thing. Oh, this. and we'll
1: get Corey Feldman to play the teen. We'll make it uh, real, Jimmy Bennett? Just make it real weird. I
0: would let Jimmy Bennett play himself. He needs some work. That kid needs some work. He's also walking around Hollywood these days with his pink hair. Yeah. He's not helped himself at he's not helped himself at all. I have to imagine he'll be in Scientology as soon as he collects the rest of the Bordeaux. <laughs> he only got half the money by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, she cut him off. Yeah, she cut him off and he's going he's potentially going to sue her for the rest of the money cuz he wants his fucking NDA <laughs> NDA money. There's, when you, when you uh, really pull back the layers of Hollywood, it's just truly disgusting. <laughs> it's just, this is like, if you think this is an isolated incident, you're sadly mistaken. There's yeah. probably 50 of these stories in Hollywood right now. Uh, Matt, you're a huge Anne Hathaway fan. <laughs> Can you name one Anne Hathaway movie?
1: Oh, God, I should be able to. Um, but not off the top of I can't head. either
0: She was Batgirl I know she was Batgirl In one of the Batman movies um, And she was also In Les Miserables Which I only watch For five minutes To watch Russell Crowe sing Because it's mm. <laughs> Have you seen Russell Crowe sing In that movie No <laughs> They didn't even bother To make him sing well <laughs> Like he sings Really poorly in the movie Which is weird Like you know Hugh Jackman He can sing a little bit And Anne Hathaway She can sing a little bit They're all from Musical backgrounds but, uh, you know, they bring in Russell Crowe and he plays whatever he plays in the movie, some French detective, and he starts singing. And, like, it's just horrible. They didn't, like, dub it or loop it or try to fix it. I'm
1: sure they played the card, though, of, like, no, yeah, this is raw, he's really singing. Or, yeah, he
0: was really singing, but it was it was really bad. It was really poor, and I thought, like, why would they not even just give him voice lessons and try to have him give him a few takes to make it sound better? But I think they just gave up. I think they said that's going to be too hard to do. He's going. He wants to sing to be in the movie, he gets to sing. It was really fucking horrible, really fucking horrible. There's really almost nothing worse than a musical, but a musical where the people can't sing is worse.
1: <laughs> it's actually Sounds worse. Sounds like a really terrible movie. Yeah, so
0: Anne Hathaway is a, is a symbolic of what's going on in Hollywood now. So as you know, Matt, as a white male, you're part of the demon, cl- demon class. Uh, you probably owned slaves. You probably sexually assaulted women. At least denied uh, women of color opportunities as much as as much as you can. <laughs> uh, obviously, the white community gets together for meetings where we host conspiracy meetings on how to keep the other other genders and classes down. Um, I don't think I've ever once talked to another white person and said like, "Hey, let's do something to stop those. Min- <laughs> how are we going to stop those minorities from getting in here? <laughs> from getting in here? I don't remember any of those conversations.
1: No, I'd have been talking to them in line at like a hundred person interview to be a waiter at the Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Like man, we've really uh fuck f- got this good, right? Yeah. I
0: mean, I've heard I've heard people utter I've heard white people utter racist things before, but I don't remember them ever thinking like we're going to have a meeting about this now. Like now we're going to discuss this as a policy ma- as a policy matter.
1: I think some of the, you know, Ill- uh, <laughs> Illuminati do that type of shit.
0: Perhaps, yeah, perha- and I'm sure all right. bankers hired white only wanted to hire white guys. Not that it didn't go on. It's just the idea that there's actually some sort of like manifest conspiracy where white people are meeting like at Marie calendar's in the back to discuss like there's some really white restaurant the sizzler to discuss how to keep other how to keep women from infiltrating the entertainment business well so it's also the top and the bottom there's yes. also the yes. really
1: poor guys that are doing that yeah like the bottom of a cracker barrel <laughs> yes, or, or on their fucking farm they Love call it a farm barrel. but it's yes. just like some woods like yes. dry woods
0: <laughs> In Michigan farm has a very loose definition
1: but they don't have the ability to accomplish anything so so
0: Anne Hathaway spoke at the LGBTQ human rights campaign she won an award they like to give out awards to people who don't seem to deserve awards but are a list stars An a list star will show up for an award from a, a, a social organization a charity organization they, just no questions asked right so it's, it's not easy to book Anne Hathaway for your for your gig for your gala but if you give an award, you know, for the human rights campaign for LGBTQ it what uh, advancement or promotion, without saying what she's actually done, she'll she'll show up and she comes with a speech. So the speech every every white chick in Hollywood now and white guys in Hollywood seem to be doing is like first apologizing for being white and oppressive and straight and cis <laughs> cisgendered, which is exactly what she did. She literally apologized for being part of the oppressive class of. Of the white cis, white cisgendered, uh, and talked about how their privilege has been oppressive to everybody else, and how if it wasn't for the fact that she was a woman and not a man, she would never know what it was like not to just be privileged all the time, which of course makes no sense.
1: Why don't you just get off the stage then? I don't
0: know. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. But it's like like here's what happened. I think in so these these rich women in Hollywood used to just be all for the progressive causes and the you know right and like um, you know for charitable things and you know immigration and not breaking up families and policies and pro, obviously pro-abortion, pro-choice, all this stuff like that. And then when Trump came in, I think in 2016, everything started separating a lot on racial lines and racial and discri- The talk of discrimination from white people against everyone else became a big to- social topic. And now you're a rich white woman, probably especially, or Judd Apatow, man, in Hollywood, or Seth Rogen or somebody like that, and you need to prove your bona fides to be on the right side of the moral issues. But you're white, you're white and you're wealthy and you're privileged. So what are you, what are you left to do? Because you're not like black Hollywood who complain about racism or you're not like Hispanic Hollywood complaining about lack of representation. You're actually in the most privileged class in the privileged class in the entire country. The only thing left to do is denounce, <laughs> denounce your demographic denounce your demographic as evil. Like right. that's your a poly, like a mea culpa that I'm white and I'm straight and I'm, you know, whatever. I'm cisgendered and therefore I've hurt people. I'm part of the hurtful class. It's
1: almost like they they're thinking of it like a like their grandfather then. Yes. Like, all right, I'll accept yes. this award for not yes. really doing anything. But after me, yes. no more of this. Yes. Uh I I'm gonna keep I'm not paying any reparations, by the way. I'll go ahead and keep all the money. But uh yeah, when I when I get off this when I'm done with my career, I don't want to see any more white chicks up there doing well, what I'm doing. I
0: think, like, after Oscar's so white and all that stuff, like, when there's nobody nominated for black and then the black. So, remember, the Golden Globes, was it last year, a year and a half ago, and all the rich white women brought, like, minorities with them to the, to the, the Golden Globes as their, as their plus ones? They brought, like, minority activists with them. Right. They're, like, at a complete loss for the fact that, like, because in 2016, I remember there was a Pantsuit Nation, which was the Hillary Clinton support thing on Facebook. And it was run by this, you know, uh, liberal arts graduated, you know, Harvard graduated, whatever woman in the Northeast. And it was all white women and black women and minority women together for pro choice and pro Hillary, all stuff like that. And then slowly all the minority women started going like, wait a minute, we kind of have different problems than you rich white women do. Yeah. Like you're kind of privileged compared to us. And the things you're fighting for are kind of very minor lives. And the things that we're fighting for are really like not being shot by cops is really big and you don't seem to care about that that much and they started separating themselves the women of color separated themselves from the white women and started calling out the white women a little bit and the white women were like fuck what do we what do we what do we do now to look really noble and what they were left with was denouncing their own caucasian, caucasian race yeah. as like yeah you know i'm in hathaway like uh we, we used to own slaves and uh, we kept you people from drinking at the water fountains and we did a little stuff, like, and so I, God, I really feel shitty. I'm a shitty person from a shitty race, and look at my dress. And here's my here's my award. Like,
1: yeah, and it seems to rub it in too, because you couldn't look any up more uppity and annoying and and sorority than Anne Hathaway. Yes, like I, I used to think Anne Hathaway was hot, but
0: wow, you know, she's not a bad-looking lady.
1: No, she she is physically attractive but i just look at her i'm like oh god she's like this she's so white annoying acting like she would just be uh that annoying chick that's like pretending to like football or whatever like i'm just saying like why is it not um i don't know so like Frances mcdormand or some rugged you (laughs) know woman from a dicey background like you picked the whitest most privileged looking i'm assuming very privileged anyway chick to to say this and it's like okay well you're actually really privileged. So now you're going to go ahead and speak for like entire race of people who you (laughs) don't even interact with. No,
0: it's always her, Charlize Theron or, you know, some other very white, (laughs) very white, uh, attractive woman who probably had it really easy her entire life. And even Anne Hathaway said, I only got here because of my white privilege, which is saying what about yourself? I don't really even (laughs) understand that. Like, and by the way, are you going to give it up now? No, no, I'm not giving it, I'm not giving it up. You know, I just want to let you know I got here because of white privilege, but uh, I'll be going back to my mansion later on and, and fuck you and fuck you. Uh, and I'll I'm send willing, a you. Yeah, like, and
1: now I'm winning an award for my white – like, yeah, maybe you do have white
0: privilege. Like if you were really – if you really felt bad, like if you were, say, part of the apartheid movement in South Africa and you were part of the Dukirk, the, 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 the boards or whatever, and you had, like, oppressed blacks for the first 30 years of your life, And like taking their property and done all this horrible stuff and you really had a a, you know come to jesus moment felt really guilty about it you might consider like i don't know teaching in downtrodden areas doing building homes in areas for or doing civil rights actions or becoming a paralegal or legal and doing like actual work to help people but no you're just going to talk about how guilty you feel and not change a single thing about your life which takes away all the argument that you actually believe what you're saying. <laughs> that you're saying. Yeah, and you're just saying it. It would be very mentally unhealthy, I think, to think that your race is a horrible race, no matter what that race is. Like your immutable qualities make you horrible. Like I'm a white, I'm cisgendered, I'm straight, I am evil. <laughs> like that's just not a good way to think about yourself. You could drive yourself nuts.
1: I agree. Yeah, th- that's not productive and uh it's all fake obviously
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just but it says every day there's a story and i'm going to lead right now into our email from from uh ryan about uh dan fogelman so dan fogelman is this director you don't watch this is us on nbc we've already established that you don't watch the show where people cry every single week to watch normal people's lives (laughs) why would you watch a show about normal people's lives as opposed to just calling like a relative (laughs) just saying like Hey, remember when we used to do this when we were kids? like, why not just have your own happy family memories?
1: So it's people like, I can't pay the electric bill and I got a <laughs> lump on my neck. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's just women who watch a show because they get caught up in the characters. I, I, I have to admit, it's, it's not a, a semi-genius idea for a dramatic arc, which is to show normal people like, through their lives as they age going forward and back in their lives because it's like fucking beaches. I mean, you can just make everyone cry all the time. Cause you just interweave happy moments with sad moments and make women just fucking go through 25 hankies of tears, which is porn. It's just a very d- different version of pornography, which is making people cry. It feels really good. So this guy, Dan Fogelman makes the show. This is us. He's done some stuff for like, sa- he's written some sappy Disney movies. And now he has this, another movie fucking called life itself. Cause the titles itself, Matt have to sound as normal as possible too. Mm-hmm. So it's life itself, Matt, this is actual life. This is how life is. In case you're not sure how life works, you can see a movie about it. Life <laughs> yes. itself. Yeah, in case you're not sure how like marriages and failed marriages and, and uh, people getting sick or people having accomplishments or people dying prematurely, in case you're not sure how that works in real life, you can watch a movie about it. <laughs> Just to walk through the, <laughs> yes. the
1: Hallmark store. Yes. Cross off every section.
0: And it's it, 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 I, I give him credit again for doing this genre because it clearly works with women. He's made himself, of, he's only 39 years old. He's very successful. But this life itself apparently went too far for everybody and it was sh- screened at Toronto and it got the lowest rating from critics of any film they had there because everyone felt like, okay, look, dude, there's one thing to make us cry. It's another thing just to have a movie where you're trying to make us cry and there's no story we give a shit about. This is just like, you know, it's just jerking off. This is just a form of jerking off. Uh, and you didn't really put a lot of effort into this one and, and it got horrible things. So his response was, the reason it got a poor a critical response is that white male critics cannot understand, cannot deal with real human emotion. And therefore they give this type of work, important work, very low score, very low scores. Wow. (laughs) Yes, Uh, which is to exclude the fact that like every single critic of all genders and races and demographics all gave it a really low score because it had the shittiest score from everybody. Um, But have we, this is what Ryan wants to know, have we hit life, have we hit, actually yes, is this a time you want to punch Dan Fogelman in his remaining genitals? <laughs> when a white male direct writer-director actually cites male, white male privilege as a reason why his film isn't working? <laughs> Have we hit the bottom? Is there, any, is there anywhere else to go with that? Uh,
1: I mean, it's getting pretty ridiculous. Like, I'm trying to just construct like the logic of what he's saying, which is these film critics... So his TV show... Does it matter how a TV show is reviewed?
0: Or? His TV show gets good review, has good reviews. So even the critics said, like, he's trying to do the same thing. They said his TV show does a better job of it. He did a really poor job in the movie of trying to do the same thing, which is just, I, I call it beaches, just, like, set up people in hospital, se- you know, hospital scenes where they're dying. Somebody who comes to love is dying or dies. That's always what happens. Or there's a, break, a sad breakup of a marriage, and the women cry because two people have fallen out of love. Whatever the milestones are that make people cry. First, you have to show a celebration, then you show the sad part. Yeah, and I think it works in the TV show, and it just didn't work in the movie for whatever reason. He just over, overplay- he way overplayed it. And you when know,
1: it's white guy talking about white guy. Yes, there's no racism no. or any sense of the person's race involved whatsoever. It's like the most basic like th- conversation of you're just talking about the guy. Yes. Like, and ideally, we all want to talk about the guy if it's a black guy we also talk about, but there might be a little something in the back of your head that goes, okay, it's a black guy. So maybe you phrase this a little bit differently, right? Just, uh, or maybe, maybe the to like, be decent,
0: I think you and I don't believe a lot of this crap. Like when a minority when a black guy, make a black filmmaker like makes a film. Or like, what was that movie where uh, the slave revolt movie? 12 was, years of slave. No, no. The other one made by the guy who had the rape charges against him at Michigan, Nat, oh. Nat Turner, yeah. where that movie was, Uh, And he and he got he didn't get good reviews on the film. It didn't do very well. And he claimed like it's just because of, you know, white America is not ready for this film, whatever else. You and I kind of find bullshit in that. But at least a guy can a black guy can say that. And you can't really say he's totally wrong because maybe the black guy making a movie about black slave revolts. Yeah, maybe there is white America is not ready for that. Maybe there's an element of truth to what he's saying. But when a white dude making white shows for white people (laughs) says it's white critics who are don't get his work and they're they're, and they're they're not white white men are not in touch with their emotions which is by the way just a racist statement to make It doesn't really mean Yeah, what anything. does that
1: even mean?
0: Like black men or black men or Hispanic men are very sensitive very sensitive fellows. they yeah,
1: are the ones that fuck in the church basement <laughs> because that, they hate gay people. I
0: don't understand it doesn't even make sense it's just but it's just like it's become so in vogue and so just easy to say in Hollywood white male that even white guys white males are saying this is I'm being being oppressed by white by white by white male society. I
1: mean, t- just to play devil's advocate, I haven't seen his movie. You will never see it. Um, I haven't seen his TV show, but I have seen some of Tyler Perry's work.
0: Oh, fucking horrible!
1: Um, is it kind of on par with that?
0: Well, Tyler Perry's work is specifically meant for a black audience.
1: So the white critics. Are, by the way, are not giving Tyler Perry huge reviews just because he's black. They're no. Us- they're usually shitting on the movie.
0: He usually gets, his movies get shit on, but, at le- but I think at least nowadays, the white critics will say like, I understand this movie's not for me, so I can't really, this is what I felt about it, but obviously when Tyler Perry makes a movie and it's specifically, almost specifically for a black audience, a white critic might fairly say, I hated this fucking movie. But obviously, I'm not the audience for this film. I wish they would say that more. I wish when they did, like, Kevin Hart movies or dumbass R-rated comedies and they'd nail them, I would literally say, like, look, I didn't like this movie, but I'm a fucking loser with no sense of of humor. Right. So if you actually like funny shit and just want escapism, you'll probably like this movie a lot. I wish they would say that. They never do. Right. They're all... I mean, critics are generally assholes.
1: But if you're, like, a black uh, film critic, which there are, you know, increasingly more of, if you were to say... I, I don't think you would say, um, well, I didn't like life itself because it's a real piece of shit. Yes. But, you know, white people, they <laughs> like really bad movies yes. sometimes yes. that are really hokey. And, yes. Um, the people pour their milk into a pitcher and sit around a dinner table talking, and it's always Thanksgiving for some reason, <laughs> and the seasons change. And, like, yeah. I, I don't think they would say that. I think they'd no. just be like, "This is a crap ass movie for yes. fucking stupid white people." Yes, <laughs> which I respect. Yes,
0: <laughs> I, I just I don't. It's it's become it's amazing like what becomes so common and easy for people to say. Like nobody in Hollywood obviously would say they would be scared shitless to write anything about a black audience or a Hispanic audience for fear of for fear of you know even that guy we when talked about the Guardian newspaper said like obviously as a man I can't understand this what happens to women. That guy in the journalist wrote that. Yeah. They're all apologizing for shit. They would never do this. But the one group and I'm I i do not give a shit about conspiracy theories or feeling oppressed about as a white male, but the one group you can blame is white males. Right. So much so that even white males are now complaining about white about white male white males. Yeah, that's true. White <laughs> males <laughs> have it pretty bad if that's the case. <laughs> we've I think we I think we've hit fucking rock.
1: Why p- can't anyone just be honest? Like um maybe I'm just properly rated yes you know yes like uh, you look at uh, like these ratings will come out about basketball players and you're like oh Carmelo Anthony is better like, how come no one ever just goes no, no. I think uh, yes I think I'm third team NBA yes
0: like, well I, wait did you see uh speaking of what you see LeBron is making Space Jam 2
1: I th- thought they've been talking about that for a long he's time. he's
0: actually now they're going he's gonna be in it and he's got Michael Jordan agreed to do a cameo and apparently it's going forward I, I, I insist this movie's gonna suck and it should be counted against his poor finals record. Hmm. <laughs> that just seems totally fair. Matt, uh, we have an email. Our last email from Jared, uh, from Susan about Jared Leto. I think you're a big Thirty Seconds to Mars fan, right? You have most of the posters and the the fan magazines. <laughs> I mean,
1: they're actually not as bad as you would think. Like when you hear from a musical,
0: from a musical standpoint, they're not. Horrible. Yeah, at the all. musicality. Yes.
1: Musically, they sound like a real band.
0: They have, well, considering Maroon 5 is playing the Super Bowl this year, I know you're excited about that. Yeah, what the fuck? I would put them uh, at, at Maroon 5 or above level I would in terms put them
1: above Maroon 5 yes. and below uh, Gin Blossoms. <laughs> yes, sure.
0: Fair enough. Although they're still live. Um, so, uh, uh, Jared Leto is just mm-hmm. weird. I can't tell if he's gay or not. I just don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable when I don't know well, what a man's man sexuality is. I'm, I'm going to admit that now. I don't think it comes back to haunt me in a, in a Supreme Court nomination. <laughs> when a guy is like, when a straight guy is extremely effeminate, it bothers me a lot. Uh, not because I think he's going to hit on me or try to have anal sex with me. It just, you know, when I, I can't tell if a woman's like a guy or not, or if I can't tell if a man is like, you know, is gay or just wants to be a woman or not, or if he's just playing it, it makes me sort of uncomfortable.
1: I'm just of the opinion, I think, that any man who puts that much effort, into grooming themselves yes is probably
0: gay yeah but there's also then that whole like james franco gay baiting thing where like he's always making jokes you know like inside jokes about how he loves dudes and stuff like that and like yeah he's true. probably i just
1: mean we could break it down like i'm sure like the scientology thing's probably a point against being straight yes um, yes i don't know that much else about him I, th- I think he plays gay guys in movies. Like if you're
0: a, if you're a straight dude but gay baiting constantly, do you think that makes you more like like James Franco or Jared Leto? Do you think that makes you more likely to be gay or less likely that you're just playing it and you're less likely to be gay?
1: I would say neither. Really? I I think it's just a weird hobby. Yes. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, it's good it's good for business. Let's put it that way. It's really good for business.
1: If you're doing it in front of a group of people, I would say it definitely makes you more likely to be yeah. gay if you're kind of it's essentially a form of flirting or or because ta- uh, if
0: you're like if you're Lady Gaga, you get a built-in gay audience basically. But if you're a guy, you have to get a gay male audience. You have to do the gay baiting stuff, right? You got to play hard to get. Yes, but yeah. you got to look like you're attainable in some level. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they like Lady Gaga because she just seems like she's a. Gay uh, best gay friend or whatever, gay bestie or whatever. Like she understands gay people. She's actually they're not sexually interested in her as a gay man. Is it
1: just because she wears costumes?
0: Well, I think she sings about struggle. It's like she sings about struggle. She wears. She's very dramatic. Wears costumes and she does do LGBTQ uh, st- yeah. outreach stuff all the time.
1: And she has very showy songs. Very showy, songs. but she also like... does
0: like all this celebrity charity events yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. other yeah. stuff too. Uh, so Jared Leto's been walking around uh, Hollywood with this pink sweatshirt on and his his uh, beef now is the fact that he walked he walked the runway in new york fashion week a couple weeks ago uh, which i believe is the most sexist event in the history of the uh, universe but nobody will call it that because it's only beautiful women walking out to show other women how to rob money from them for things that will never make them feel good or be pretty (laughs) or be pretty Uh, it's the most superficially based money robber of women in the entire world and no one seems, n- n- women don't seem to care. <laughs> seem, men are involved at all. Straight men are not involved at all. But it's probably the most patriarchal thing <laughs> ever invented. Right. Um, so Lido walked for some male Versace or something like that. And he was pointing out how much more money the women make, the celebrity models make. It's all Kendall Jenner and uh, what's her name? Tom Brady's wife. I'm calling Tom Brady's wife. Giselle, Giselle uh the Hadid daughters or sisters, whatever the hell they are, Jenner's. Uh, they all make a, a Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen made $14 million last year from modeling. Huh. How is that even possible? She's neither tall nor particularly attractive nor talented.
1: She, yeah, she doesn't have a model type body.
0: Or looks or anything. It's I weird. Mean, it, it just, it's, what is she modeling for? She's, it, you know, it is just her social, me, her social media presence. Right. She has a huge social media presence, but 30, crazy. So well,
1: She kind of has an angle that she's the one model with a personality.
0: Yeah, that's pushing it a little bit. She has more personality than Jenner sisters, so I'll give her that. Yeah. Sort of like the way you rank thirty second to Mars below Jim Blossoms and above above Maroon Five.
1: Below a normal human, but above, you know, yes. Kendall Jenner. She
0: came out this past week, by the way, and admitted that she had a drinking problem uh, after she had her, her babies, which is not that odd, since she had a drinking problem before she had the babies as well for a long time. Is she
1: the one that was drinking wine while she was breastfeeding? Or is that uh,
0: I don't think she did. She didn't cop to that. She was, a, I mean, all I remember from early days of Twitter was she'd be drunk every night and she would just swear at people. And she'd talk about how much she was drinking and she'd swear at people and talk about her vagina. So
1: it's kind of, it's kind of fun.
0: It was really fun, actually. She was a great, she was like that best friend girl thing where she would get party with you and. She would talk about drinking beer and like, you know, how many she had just had six beers and she just pissed herself and then would say fuck off to some celebrity or whatever. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, now she's doing mom books or whatever the fuck she's doing. So Jared Leto was pointing out the fact that all the women make all the money in the fashion business. He's
1: wearing a sweatshirt that just has printed like a protest shirt.
0: The top, Yeah. And the back of it had the top printed five salaries. The salaries of the top five female models who are also cele- they're not even real models. I guess they're celebrity models. So it's not quite a fair comparison because they're making money off their fame, not their talents. Mm. Um, so it's, it's a little bit different, uh, but he also makes money, he gets hired because of his fame as well. And so he was showing how the money is in the, in the business and the fashion business, modeling business, all going to women and men get paid about five cents on the dollar. Forget that 78 cents or 86 cents, they get about five cents on the dollar compared to women for modeling. And now uh, Susan wants to know, uh, is he, is Jared Leto such a douche that it doesn't matter that he's actually making a good point, which is also a good point. He is a huge douche, but isn't he not making a good point, Matt, in that when they, all this discussion of gender pay gap, of course, in Hollywood especially, because that's where we live, it discounts every single facet of commercialism that involves women getting paid more money than men, but focuses yeah. on like a very narrow construct of places where men might get paid more than women. Yeah,
1: we pick the fields where men make Marginally more (laughs) than women for whatever reason, usually just because they work more, and uh, yeah. But when a woman makes more than a man in a certain field, it's just like, well, why would you ever bring that up? That's and that's just what we do. Or even
0: a field that is really just for women only. So, you know, like when Serena Williams was complaining, like at at Wimbledon, she got one point six million dollars for winning, and the male got like three point one million or whatever it was. But then she goes and signs a thirty million dollar deal with Nike, which is not available by the way to any other male tennis player. Or any other female tennis player, for that matter. Yeah, she's making. They're making. So uh, Jennifer Lawrence, when she complained about making a million dollars less than whoever it was in the in, in, in the um, in that movie, um, what was the name? Jeremy Renner, whoever it was. Yeah, she made twenty two million dollars that year on on like perfume endorsements and fashion endorsements around the world. Jeremy Renner doesn't get that. He's not. He's not getting massive like cologne <laughs> endorsements or fashion endorsements. He, I'm sure he, he does fine himself uh, or Bradley Cooper does fine himself, but they're not getting huge deals like that. Cause those industries are dominated by women. Cause women, the, the, the business itself is just driven so much more by female shoppers.
1: Yeah. And I mean, even so like, let's just discount like the STEM field of science and engineering, like, <laughs> cause women can't be in that purely <laughs> <Yes. laughs> relegated to entertainment. Right. Yes. So there's like this huge to do when there's like more men nominated, for you know best director or or best song right it's like oh there needs to be equal representation Uh, i mean this (laughs) is just not right we have to have just as many women as men and and, and in sports we we always need just as many women as men succeeding but then when there's you know a thing like pop music where the biggest (laughs) stars are all women women, or modeling or like you said endorsements or any number of other uh It's like, uh, why would you bring that up? <laughs> yes, we want to have it both ways. So that's obviously the goal and and its seems like it's succeeded, and that you're not i mean
0: there can't there can't be any better commercial position to be in than to be a hot woman, could there? I mean that's just like there's no way that hot women don't dollar for dollar make more money than anybody else in any other demographic in this right. business i mean being a being an attractive woman is just it's like a huge huge advantage money making wise.
1: Yeah, no matter what field you're in.
0: Yeah, and being a good-looking guy probably helps too, but it's just not the same. I mean, being a Beyoncé or being a Jennifer Lawrence or being a, you know, Sophia Vergara who makes who makes as the highest paid person on television from all her deals she gets, being in that role, there's just no male equivalent to that. Um, someone like The Rock makes all this money from movies, but he makes his money off movies right. because his movies and, and Mark Wahlberg's movies, for whatever fucking reason, make a huge amount of money internationally. <laughs> so they're getting a piece of, like, the box office.
1: Yeah. And he also, in part, makes his money because he spent, like, 12 years getting body slammed by 300-pound <laughs> dudes. <laughs> That's That's like, too. how come there's not more female action stars? Like, okay, yeah, yes. go get pile drive by a fucking, uh, you know, animal with fucking hepatitis and come back.
0: Um, they made uh, that movie a few years ago with the UFC girl, uh, fighter. I forget her name it was. G- I want to say Gina something. Uh, but she was like an agent and it was like a, it was like a basically a Jason Statham movie, but with a female lead. And she was a UFC fighter like five or six years ago. And it was actually really good. Uh, it was a little unbelievable because she's, you know, kicking like 10 guys asses and stuff. Right. But it actually was well done. But it, nobody saw it. It was very low. The, the box out was very small on it. It's just not going to be you put The Rock in that same movie or Jason Statham in that same movie. And it does 10 times as much business. That's why they get 10 times as much money. There's no, like, conspiracy about this. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence now makes more than anybody else for her movies.
1: And by the way, that's fine. That's why women make more money modeling than men because more people— They produce a lot more sales. They produce more sales, and they produce more sales because people want to look at hot women uh, walking on a runway not talking more than they do men.
0: There are just a lot fewer people picking out clothing because of what Jared Leto is wearing.
1: And you're never going to change that. No. Uh, you can try and change it and say, well, how come we're not equal in this field? Well, because you know we're, we're different, and <laughs> you're, yes, you're more qualified to do certain things, and you're simply going to succeed more at certain things and and not at others. But this can't be Jared Leto's point. I,
0: I, I have wouldn't no imagine idea. <laughs> someone as <laughs> uninteresting <laughs> no. as Jared Leto is like going. No, I, like, I think I've, I think we've all read into it just to make him seem more interesting because he's wearing a pink. I think pink, he's just wearing a stupid pink shirt. sweatshirt around town. Well, I think he was legitimately pissed when he f- when he found out what he was getting paid versus what Kendall Jenner was getting paid let's say and I think he's thinking like okay I, I don't think he thinks modeling is that hard He do, he's done other work that's a lot harder but I think he sees like okay we both walked down the runway how come she got paid 12 times as much as I did
1: well if he doesn't understand that then he's retarded
0: well I think he's trying to get attention I don't know if he's trying to do a reverse gender pay gap thing or he's just trying to get attention or just wants to wear a pink sweatshirt <laughs> all these are very possible but he did, type, he did put their names their salaries on the back of his sweatshirt. So, obviously, he's pointing that out.
1: You don't think he's pointing out that there's not a lot of parity in the modeling world? So, like, these women are making... Well,
0: yeah, no one talks... No one talk. I mean, as I pointed out before, like, Jennifer Lawrence, even when she was, said she was getting underpaid, was making 100 times what the electricians on the set were making. Yeah. <laughs> and they were skilled electricians who were 50 years old and she was 20, 24. So, there is no parity. Whenever they do the gender pay gap, it's always me versus Bradley Cooper. Yeah. It's never me versus the guy who cleans the toilets twelve hours a day on set and brings me my food when I yell at him. It's never that. It's never that separation of pay, right. which is by far the which is by far the biggest. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna say well, Ger- that's
1: why it's based categorically. Yes, you know. So she has to compare herself to other actors.
0: But then, but then they're always comparing themselves on like, what? How many act, acting hours worked? How many? How much craft went into your work into your production? I mean. Clearly, people are paid. A listers are paid based on their box office worth.
1: Yeah, I, but I'm saying if you're, if you're um, a female electrician and you are in the same union, and as a male oh, electrician yes. and you earn less, it's simply because you took more time off or a variety of other reasons. It's Actually, like, I think
0: it's probably in most unions. Now, it's probably illegal to do that generally. Most of those, most of the union jobs and public jobs, it's totally—they're all classified jobs.
1: Well, I just mean your check is a hundred bucks less, maybe, yeah, uh, any given week. It's just because of something you did, but well, I, obviously I that doesn't apply. Like no one's playing, uh, you know, cover songs at a bar and saying, "How come <laughs> I'm not making as much as Lady no. Gaga no. for doing staples?" Although it should be because we're both singers. Yes. I, I mean that's the argument with the models.
0: Well, I, I do believe gender pay, there is a gender pay gap. At the very bottom, as always, it's at the very bottom rungs of the socioeconomic ladder. I'm sure like the female farm workers are getting fucked over more than the male farm workers and stuff. Right. I'm sure there's bosses that are doing that just because they can get away with it. I have no doubt that goes on. Um, I mean, I've read stories about the female farm workers. It's fucking horrendous what they do to those ladies. Yeah. I mean, they're taking advantage of, but it's not Hollywood millionaires. It's just not where it's happening. <laughs> it's, not, it's not where the horrible discrimination is taking place in our society. But those are the people that we get stories written about him. So good, uh, good, good, good sweatshirt, Jared. But i would agree with Susan and say he's such a douche. I don't care what he's what he's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, It's Time for our final finger A bunch can only be found on Patreon.com for our paid subscribers. The price of entry is very high. It starts at a dollar, mm. uh, which I believe everyone has in their in their. Uh, they, used to, they used to say, look in your. Um, couch for for coins but uh, have you ever looked in your couch before <laughs> it's just it's not worth the coins you find yeah there's i don't all, want to know what's in there. there's all sorts of shit in a man's couch it really doesn't make worth it's not worth finding a dollar it's not worth finding a dollar's worth of changeover uh i used to buy my furniture from goodwill as a younger man and we'd always dare each, as roommates we would dare each other to go through the cushions <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah that was
1: i have this really um Unfounded fear of dirty needles.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm,
1: I'm not going to go running my fingers in the crevices of a Goodwill couch.
0: By the way, I don't think it's an unfounded fear, of dirty needles. I think it's a founded. That's a founded fear. <laughs>
1: Whatever it is, yes. I'm really afraid of it. Yeah,
0: I think you're supposed. To, I think you're actually supposed. <laughs> it's like snakes and spiders. You're supposed to be afraid of. We. I, I parked my car the other day on one of the. If you know underpasses in Hollywood or L. A. they're all homeless people everywhere, and they had clean. They had cleared out the homeless people from this underpass probably recently. But you could tell they were there before. And next to my car, when I got out of the car, were all these, uh, like, three or four broken uh, cracked vodka bottles. And then, like, 12 used condoms. Mm. And w- But with the Trojan box and everything, but they had been, I'm like, this guy had a fucking, this homeless guy had a great time, man. <laughs> like, like 12 condoms, I don't think I've used 12 condoms in a long, that's a long period of time. I mean, he ha- he managed to polish off four bottles of vodka and used 12 condoms since they cleared him out. This guy's I fucking mean, killing it. This guy's killing it.
1: That beats, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Jared Leto's band's hotel room (laughs) after the gig, for sure.
0: It was all like in one tiny spot, so I could see it was from one person. I'm like, wow. Uh, dude, like he's like uh, he's getting it on. Matt, it's time for our bonus segment for patreon.com forward slash last minute subscribers only. This is the best shit we do all week, I happen to think, among all the great shit. Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, please head on over there and hear our segment today on Avril Lavigne, Bella Hadid, Alec Baldwin, and other celebrities who seem to have chronic celebrity Lyme disease, a disease not quite identified by any known medical journal. Check it out on patreon.com. Hi right, Matt, that's our show for today. You got something you wish to, uh, what do you got? Your secret, is your secret announcement coming out yet?
1: Oh, not yet, but <sighs> next next week. I'm on mattralston.net.
0: Are you changing genders? That would be, <laughs> just please say you are. All right, this is Lex. Talk to you next week. Last man on earth. My dick is big. My dick is very big. My dick is big. It's big. My dick is very big.